0: Marinero. earlier today at 2.47 p.m. to be precise. The Montreal Canadiens announced that they relieved head coach Dominic Ducharme of his duties. They said they would name a head coach later on in the day. They did at 4.39 p.m. Interim head coach. This was a shocker. Martin Saint-Louis. We'll talk about the firing of Ducharme after they said they wouldn't fire him. The hiring of Martin Saint-Louis. And the direction of the Montreal Canadiens going forward will do so with former Habs player NGM, two-time cup winner as the general manager. The senator, Ser Savard, is coming up.
1: Turn up, volume, Turn up your volume because you're about to listen to The Sick, Sick Podcast. Podcast with Tony Maradero. The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. And
0: now a 24 Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters
1: of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadiens win the Stanley Cup. Sports entertainment like no other. Brought to you by 8.6 Beer, intense by nature.
0: Welcome to the Sick Podcast, Marinero, with you, special edition. We are going live on Twitter, and you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel. It's absolutely for free. The Montreal Canadiens will have a press conference tomorrow morning where Jeff Gordon and Kent Hughes will introduce their next head coach or newly named interim head coach, Martin St. Louis. Out of all the people I could have talked to today about the latest developments, no one more so than the great Serge Savard. Hello, Serge.
1: Hello, Tony.
0: Thank you for doing this. How are you?
1: Very good. Very good.
0: You look I'm great.
1: Feeling, I'm feeling better than Ducharme right now.
0: Well, I can imagine. Uh, but at the same time, he's going to get paid $4 million or more to stay home over the next two and a half seasons. So uh, he's okay, I guess. Uh, Serge, I saw some pictures of you recently. And uh you've lost a few pounds. You're looking great.
1: Um, but by playing weight right now. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, I'm uh I was you know, it's so easy to gain weight and uh and uh in the last part of my life I'm I'm seventy six years old now and I said I'm gonna drop my weight where it should be uh and train and and do the right thing. And I, I started that a year and a half ago and I succeed. I lost, uh, I lost about 45 pounds.
0: All right. So, um, someone who's struggling to lose weight, I'm trying, but I'm struggling. What's your secret?
1: Well, uh, it's, it's, it's really like, it's like a therapy. It, it, it's, it's, you have to decide to do it. You know, the, the day you decide to do it, here's what I'm going to do. And you give yourself goals and, uh, And my goal was to lose 40 pounds, and and I I wrote a program, and and I did it. And, uh, you know, I didn't cheat. I just did it.
0: I need you to send me that program later on tonight. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's easy. It's very easy.
0: Okay, I take your word for it. Serge, let's talk about Dominic Ducharme. Um, He took over for Claude Julien, uh, passed the midway point of the season last year, Uh, The Canadians make the playoffs. He goes to the Stanley Cup final. They award him with a three-year contract at 1.7 per season. And this season, 45 games into the season, he's relieved of his duties after posting a record of 8, 30, and 7. Basically winning only 8 of 45 games. Worst record of any team in the National Hockey League. Having said that, last week they were off and there was no coaching change made. Were you surprised that they made one seeing as they didn't make one last week?
1: Well, uh, after last night, uh, I got up this morning and, and I was sure something's going to happen. You know, it, it, they were lucky it was nobody in the stand last night because, you know, losing 7-1 against a very ordinary team. Uh, that team, I think, had I, I lost six or seven of their last. So losing 7-1 at home, uh, you know, it's not acceptable, you know. And, and, and uh, well, the coach, Ducharme, is is uh, lucky and he's not lucky. You know, l- last year, the Montreal Canadiens, uh, they came about two minutes from being out of the playoff in the first round. Uh, and price made a difference, made a big difference, and, and I, I got to give them credit. They they came together and they look like a team. You know, they really like last night. They all didn't look like a team. Everybody's there, they're on their own. The, uh, the it looks like the coach lost the lost the room. That's the way it is in hockey. When you lose the room, uh, and nobody listens to you, and nobody's playing. Nobody's giving anything. That's what happened. He was. I think he was lucky and the team came to the Stanley Cup finals. Then, then he got a contract, you know, he's got a three year contract. And if he's eliminated, if he lose in the first round, he came about two minutes from losing. He doesn't get that contract. He got that contract and now he gets fired. And I feel sorry for him, but he, at least he's got 44 million coming. I feel sorry for him because it's not really his own fault. Uh, the, all the big leaders are not there this year, and uh, this guy. When you look at this guy, he won the Memorial Cup, he won the gold with the with the world, with the junior world champion. Uh, you know, and it was the Aston coach, so he had everything to become a coach in the National Hockey League, but uh, it didn't work out. He doesn't have a great team, but the team he has is not playing very very well. Okay. And, uh, myself, I I I I, I love Joël Bouchard, and and last year when they made a change, usually when you make a change, you know, you put the guy that you 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 brought up in the in the in the minors to be to be the coach to be your next coach. The guy is in the minor, and, and he coach and he formed most of the players that are playing with the Canadiens right now. He's he's the guy that should have been behind the bench. I don't know if it if it's gonna make any difference, but uh anyhow i was I was pretty pleased to see that that they 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 they, they iron Martin Saint Louis with no experience but but just by interim so yeah we'
0: we'll, so, we'll we'll get to Martin St Louis in just a second, but you know different schools of thought some will say the Canadians record. Dominic Ducharme, after 83 games, 23, 46, and 14, his record this season, once again, 80, 30, and 7. The Canadians, the worst team in the National Hockey League, fire him. That's one school of thought. The other school of thought is they're obviously not going to make the playoffs. At this point, it looks like they're tanking. They want to have the best pick possible in the draft, a draft that's going to be held in Montreal in July. Like you said, he wasn't lucky either. I'm sure he didn't want them to let Dano go. He lost Shea Weber, who unofficially retired. Edmondson hasn't played a game. Price hasn't played a game. Petrie showed up all season. He's been demoralized and doesn't want to be here. Do you think Ducharme got the short end of the stick? Or do you think him firing, getting fired makes perfect sense.
1: Well, it's never fair. But that's the way it is, you know, right now if I was the the general manager of the Montreal Canadiens when I got up this morning, I don't think I had any choices. And and again, very very lucky that was not 20,000 people in the ring last night. You know, after a performance like that. Uh but but it's he, he was very. He was not lucky. He didn't have his big stars. Uh, a lot of a lot of guys got sick, but everybody had people sick. Everybody had the COVID, and 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 and, and our our best players are just not there now, and it's so. That's that's the law. You, you know, if you're the GM, you have to. Even if you said we're not going to make any change, he said that a couple of weeks ago this year, but he has to right now. I can't blame to make a change. It's too bad for the coach, but that's the way it is.
0: All right. Okay. So um, you talked about how bad last night's loss was to New Jersey. Let's put things in context. They played a team, the New Jersey Devils, who are the fifth worst team in the National Hockey League, had lost seven games in a row, had lost 10 of their last 11, played the night before and lost in Ottawa, were without their best forward, who's better than any Canadian's forward, Jack Hughes, who were without their best defenseman, Dougie Hamilton, who's better than any Canadian's defenseman, and they lost by a score of seven to one. Josh yeah. Anderson said at the end of the game that he was embarrassed. You talked about the fact that they just they look terrible, right? They look disjointed, disorganized, disconnected. But Serge, they've been looking like that all season. What so do last you think night, it last them- night
1: was worse? Last night was worse. They they just came out from the All Star break, and uh, and and looks like they they weren't ready at all. You know, they, I don't know if they practiced before the game. Uh, did they, they had maybe one practice? Uh, since- they
0: practiced on Monday afternoon at four p.m. It was short but intense, and a very intense morning skate yesterday before the game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so uh, New Jersey played the night before, but uh, but the, you know it, it, the coach lost the room. The players I've seen I've seen teams like that. I played on teams where the coach lost the room. I Claudio I, I when they put McNeil, he lost the room that time. He lost the room, and, and we were not playing not maybe not as bad uh, as we saw lately, but we had a better team. You know, we had a team that that eventually won the Stanley Cup that year in 71, you know, and and I had coach. Jean Perron lost the room. Pat Byrne lost the room. You know, he left, but he he lost the room in the last month of the season. You know, I I didn't have the team that I should have. So it's very hard. It's very, very hard. And now the coach lost the room with a room with, to, you know very very limited talent that's why we have the result that we have now
0: how much do you think it has to do with the fact that they don't have a captain this year no leader so there, so there no wasn't leader. somebody to step up to actually take that room and bring it together how much do you think that played a role
1: it 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 played a big role uh you know but weber when you're a captain, you have to act as a captain, and, and, and your best act is to be the best player on the ice. And last year, everybody all year remember, all year they say, Oh, Weber is slow, Weber is losing it. He was the best player. And you know, you, if you look the last few months, you know, he was the best player. I I played with one of the greatest leaders, and he didn't make a, a lot of speech in the dressing room. His name is Jean Billable. His last year, in 1971 we won the cup he was he was 40 years old and he finished the top scorer of the team that year you know and he's the one that 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 you know in in the Montreal organization that taught us to be leaders to be team players you can never forget that hockey is a team sport and 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 that's why you know, in our time, and when I was a general manager, it was no personal bonuses. All the bonuses were team bonuses. You know, and, and a guy like Belleville used to tell us, you know, when we sign, we sign an autograph. I don't know if you ever get an autograph from a from a player in the last ten years. The, you better write their number because you can't read you can't read what they write. And and, and Jean Bilbo used to tell us, boys, if you cannot sign. And the people cannot read your signature, don't bother doing it. You know, that's the kind of school that we're from.
0: Serge, if I can, allow me 10 seconds to go get something, okay? One second, please.
1: Commercial. (laughs) Look at that. Who? Who? Huh? One of the greatest.
0: Guy Lafleur, Hockey Hall of Fame. And that is an autograph, like you can see, that you can read. You can read his name is Guy Lafleur, but you're right. Jean Bellevaux, a fantastic autograph. Thanks for sharing that story, Serge. It's a great one. And uh, Guy, if you're Guy, watching...
1: Guy, La, Guy Lafleur, Tony, I know, I know you're a big fan, but yeah. Guy, La, Guy Lafleur, you know, was a team player. Guy Lafleur never had an A on his jersey. Guy Lafleur was a leader. Guy was the best player for six years in the National Hockey League. We couldn't given them the trophy before the season. And Guy Lafleur treated the guy on the fourth line just like the guy on the first line. He was a team player. He was easy to, to, get, to get close to him, to get to the fans. And he, he, he's very sick now, and he's the same way. He's an outstanding person.
0: Um, He really is. Guy, if you're watching, we love you, Uh, and we're pulling for you. Serge, um, you talked about losing the room. So we're obviously not in the room. We're on the outside.
1: That's a hockey language. And I
0: I hear you. but uh, So we don't probably know everything that's going on, obviously. We're on the outside, not on the inside. But based on what you see from the outside, give me examples of how Dominic Ducharme could have lost this room. Is it simply some veterans just not liking what he's selling? What can it be? Do you,
1: do you remember the, the comment of Patri?
0: Yes, no structure.
1: No structure. How can you say that? It's probably true. That's the end. So the guy doesn't show up. You, you see the way Patri plays? I mean, no structure doesn't give doesn't give you the rights not to play and to play the way he's playing right now and making $6 million a year. It's a shame.
0: Serge, you know as well as I do that Petrie wants out. I think that's well documented by now. Let me ask you something. If you were the GM of this team and he comes to see you and he says he wants out and you say, okay, if I can find a deal that makes sense for both parties, I'll make it. In the meantime, you're wearing that Montreal Canadiens jersey. You have an obligation to be great but sure. he's not sure, and he's sure. going through the motions and he doesn't want to be there and he's playing terrible. What would you do or what would you tell your coach to do with him?
1: Sure. The day, the day he wants out, you, 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 you know, and he, he's no good for your team. I, I had players like that in the past. It doesn't, it didn't came public, but, but, but just to say what he said publicly, no system. You don't say that, you know, you, 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 you don't say that, you know. The, the Charm is a nice person. You don't say that. Even if you think about that, you know, you you gotta be the team player. You don't talk against the authority. You know, you go, you 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 get your message somehow, you know, to the coach. You talk to him when you talk to the general manager, uh, if if it's extreme, but but you're a soldier. You're a player. You're a soldier. You're not allowed to say that.
0: But, I, but Serge, I still don't understand how Dominic Ducharme did not sit Jeff Petrie down on the bench for, for one shift, two shifts, one period, sit him out. I, I just I feel that if he had lost the room before, he really lost it because the guys in that room must say there's no punishment for that guy and that sure. guy doesn't respect the coach and that guy's not playing for the coach.
1: Sure, so they lost respect for him. You know, that's the way it happened. I've seen it many times. I've seen it many times. The the day that you forget that hockey is a team sport, you're dead. You need everybody. You need everybody. And and somehow they did it last year. You know, nobody wait for the others to go in get the puck in the corner last year. Everybody did their own job. You couldn't believe it. You watch that, they look like a Stanley Cup champion. You, you know, that was unbelievable. Look at the, some, of they don't have the same team. But some of the players that played really well last year, you look for them now and you say, oh, it, they're not the same players. Yeah. They're not the same players.
0: And 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 we'll get to those players in just a second if we can. If you want to pick up a Montreal Canadiens jersey or uh, any sport, any team, sportbuffshop.com for all of your officially licensed sports apparel. And our SICK merchandise as well. Use code SICK15 for 15% off on all of their items. I take a look at Cole Caulfield, who down the stretch last year when he arrived, I think had four goals in 10 games. They got to the playoffs. I think he had 12 points in 20 games. A lot of people thought he would be a Rookie of the Year candidate. He has one goal all season, and his confidence has hit rock bottom. How much of a role do you think that had to do with Ducharme losing his job as well? And do you think the appointment of Martin St-Louis was an appointment with getting Caulfield going in mind?
1: Well, he's... uh... I, I think he came up too soon. You know, he played well in the playoffs. He showed us that he has talent. But but there's nothing wrong about playing a, a year in the minors and 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 uh, you know really hard in the minors. And everybody, you know, when we won the cup four in a row in the in the '70s, everybody with us played in the minors. Everybody. You know, Lambert, Riceboro, they all went in the minor for a year, those guys. But here, it's a big step for them. It's a, it's a big step. Look at Paling. You know, he had scored eight or nine goals in, at college, and he come, he came here and he scored four goals on one, one the last game of the season. You know, it, it's pretty unbelievable. And you had Jeff Molson high-five with him after the game. They were out of the playoff. You know, you do high-five being kicked out of the playoffs. And 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 we all knew he, he, he's not a 40-goal score. He scored yeah. 10 goals at college, for Christ's sake. Yeah. But, you know, you need a good year in the minors. And even that, it's tough for him in the minors. So you, our, it's nice to have players like that that play a full year in the minors, and they come up and they play on the fourth line, the third line. you got to deserve to play in the first line.
0: second line. Serge, you said that when you went to bed last night or you woke up this morning, you knew something was going to happen. The writing was on the wall, but when they made it official that Dominic Ducharme was relieved of his duties at 2.47 p.m. and they said, we're not going to name the coach just yet. Give us the day. We'll get back to you.
1: (laughs) What
0: what did you think? I don't think I've ever seen that before.
1: Well, uh, I, I was I was uh, in a restaurant and, and the guy came and showed it to me that uh, Ducharme, I was not surprised, but to say, the, stay tuned. We'll have a new coach in about an hour, but uh, that's okay. They made up their mind. And, 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 uh, I don't know much. I know of Martin St. Louis. I don't know much about him. Yeah. I know he's coaching his boys. I, I, I think he was the, the uh, he was in New York for, for the power play coach, uh, he doesn't have much experience, but, but yeah. I, I'm pretty pleased that the at least they the, the didn't hire him for a four-year contract. It just said, would you come as an interim yeah. coach and, and and we'll see at the end of the season where we are.
0: Serge, uh, for for the benefit of those who are watching and listening right now, if I can just try to give paint the picture here to try to have people understand the connection. Martin Saint Louis played the final couple of years of his career with the New York Rangers. When he did, the assistant general manager there was Jeff Gorton. St. Louis' agent, when he was with the Rangers, was Kent Hughes. And we know that St. Louis' best friend is Vinny LeCavalier, whose best friend is Kent Hughes. Martin St. Louis' son, Ryan, plays at Northeastern with Kent Hughes' sons, Riley and Jack, and also a teammate of Habs prospect, Jordan Harris. And finally, an ending, Jeff Gorton's son is coached by Martin St. Louis, Wee hockey at mid-Fairfield. So there you have it. Uh, Gorton hired Hughes, who he obviously knows very much. Hughes hired St. Louis that they both know. And Serge, it's okay. This is no different than what we've always seen. You surround yourselves with people that you know and people that you trust. Correct?
1: Yeah. Well, I, 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 I did the same thing when uh, the same thing when I when I when I came. I, I, I hired Jacques Lemaire and Andre Boudria, which I played junior with them, and 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 would had a long career with Jacques Lemaire. and Andre Boudria. He was. A, he was working at central scouting, and I hired him to be uh, to to take charge of the central Sc- for my scouting system. And and sure, and I hired Carol Vanden, which was my best friend, uh, as a pro scout. So sure, you 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 want the guy, you want the guy that you trust, that you know, and that capable, you know. And uh, so I I didn't know all that connection, but uh, obviously they they're close. And they trust them, uh, and they have to have Martin to agree to be here only for a couple of months, maybe. You know, and 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 eventually, uh, obviously, he agreed to that. So
0: yeah, he he did coach the power play uh, back in twenty nineteen for the Columbus Blue Jackets, where John Tortorella was coached, by the way, who coached him when they won the Stanley Cup with the Tampa yeah. Bay Lightning. Yeah. Serge, we know it's the interim tag. Do you get the feeling it's the interim tag, and he's just here for a couple of months, and he'll do something else, or if he does well, they will remove the tag? I,
1: I, 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 I can't tell you right now, but I'm I'm sure if he's doing really well, they'll they'll take a look at him. But uh, we'll see, we'll see. So it's it's not a bad move when you say, you know. Th- I don't think a career coach would say, I'm going to go there for as an interim coach, you know, with the team they have. So for a couple months, it, it might not be a bad move.
0: And let's keep in mind as well, there's some names that a lot of people bring up when we talk about coach. Uh, Benoit Gru is coaching Syracuse, Tampa Bay's farm team in the American Hockey League. Jim Montgomery's name has come up. He's an assistant coach with St. Louis Pascal Vincent's name has come up. He's an associate coach with Columbus. Patrick Roy's name has come up, of course. He's the GM and coach of Le Rampage, Quebec. Bob Hartley's name has come up. He's coaching in the KHL with avant Omsk. My question for you is, let's just say they wanted one of these coaches. Is it possible?
1: What, what, about, what about Joël Bouchard?
0: Joël Bouchard is coaching, I believe, the San Diego Gulls, which is the farm team of um, the Anaheim Ducks?
1: He was coaching the Montreal farm team last year. you yeah. know all those players.
0: Yeah. He was, he was coaching he was. the
1: Montreal farm team last year. He's mm-hmm. the guy that should have been behind the bench last year when they, they when they removed Julian. He was your guy in the minor. Having
0: said that, when Kent Hughes was introduced as general manager, he talked about what he wanted to see in a coach. He talked about modern coach. He talked about a coach being a leader. He talked about a coach being a great communicator. And then he talked about how he wants to see his team play puck possession, attack minded. And I think where Joel may have not been considered here was a probably no connection with Kent Hughes and B not as offensive-minded puck possession that he would want, I would guess.
1: Yeah, but he wouldn't come for two months. That's why I say the move they made makes sense.
0: Yes, I hear you.
1: You know, uh, uh, at the end of the season, maybe a guy like Joel Bouchard will be a contender. But right now, it's probably the best move they made right now, even if they're a friend. Nobody would accept to be an interim coach, you know, a career coach at this point of time.
0: Serge I know that on social media earlier today and even now a lot of people are actually mocking this move and saying that St. Louis got the job because he's just a friend or that St. Louis got the job because he speaks French I'm going to say it right now considering what Kent Hughes wants to do puck possession offensive minded improve the power play increase the confidence of his young gifted offensive players and let's face it, they need to get fans back in the stands. They're going to need to put on a show. And I think that they'll still lose their fair share of games. But I think they're going to score more goals and be more wide open, be more entertaining. I think it's the best move.
1: Yeah. I, I, I you know, it's okay. In that situation, it's okay. Uh, it's, it it can't be worse. You know, it's, it's fresh blood. Uh, and uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you'll see maybe maybe it won't turn around the next game. Sometimes it takes a couple of games, but the team will play much better. And that's what the fan wants. We know, you know, it's nice to say we're losing game, we're going to draft first, but this, you only have 25% of the chance of drafting first. You know, it actually, 16,
0: 16.6, I believe, even less, less than 17%.
1: I thought it was twenty five percent.
0: Yeah, it's I think it's sixteen point six or sixteen point seven.
1: So it's not like in the NFL, like one of the owner, I'm gonna give you a hundred thousand if you lose a game. You know, like we heard. I don't know if it's true, but but even that, if you keep losing, you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna draft better in the National Hockey League
0: with the great Serge Savard, who played with the Canadians. Uh, started in 67, uh, I believe, to 79. And your last couple of years were with Winnipeg, if memory serves me well. And uh, then general manager with the Canadians from 83 to 95. And a couple of Stanley Cups as GM. Uh, many, many as a player. As well as uh, Conn Smythe, I believe. And Bill Masterton. And, of course, uh, a member of Hockey Canada and the Summit Series. Yeah.
1: Which hey, uh, summit series, uh, the biggest thrill of my life, and and team Canada 76, uh, probably the best team, the best team I've seen in hockey. Hey, Canada 76,
0: team Canada 76. Hey, really, hey, isn't it something that the summit series will be 50 years this year, later this year in 2022? This year,
1: this year, we, we, we will have a, a big party, uh, all around you know, big, 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 big. Uh, and uh, there's a couple books coming out. Ken Dryden has a book coming out uh, at the end of August. Be oh, really? An outstanding book. Yeah. Yeah. And there'll be four episodes uh, at CBC, uh, four episodes of one hour on Team 72, uh, French and English. Uh, and a uh, couple banquets. No golf tournament because not enough guy can play golf anymore. You know I, I'm 76 and one of the youngest ones. <laughs> so but so. uh we we lost like you, 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 we lost Tony Esposito this year. We lost yeah. Rod Gilbert. Uh and and uh we're not getting any younger. It's like yesterday really. It's 50 years, you know. It, it's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere I go across Canada, uh you know, and uh, I'm a guest speaker here and there for company or something and every time, you know, the audience is not very young, and every time we start to talk about Team Canada 72, you can hear a silence. You know, everybody remembered that. Everybody Amazing. loved that moment. Everybody say, well, I was at school, and, 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 and they brought the television sets in the classroom. That's all you hear. You know, everybody, you're too young, Tony, but everybody...
0: I was born in seventy-two. I was born in seventy-two.
1: Everybody, everybody, that that saw that 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 was old enough to watch that series, remember where he was at that time. Just like when Jack Kennedy was shot, that that's one of those moments. And uh, and for me, and ask Ken Dryden, he won six Stanley Cup, and he's on the committee with me, and and I won eight Stanley Cup, and I won two as a manager. My greatest thrill is Team Canada seventy two. Wow,
0: amazing! It's a sick podcast, and it's brought to you by eight point six beer. Intense by nature, the beer for those who follow their instinct and live their passions in order to make their mark. What a beautiful portrait you have in the back, Serge. I would imagine that is a portrait commemorating your great career that you had when you uh, when you retired. Yeah, yeah. it started start
1: when I was a young kid, and uh, to my uh, when I retired. Yeah, amazing. You got. Have-
0: Snip- Serge, when you were the general manager of the Canadians, you always had competitive teams and you would always say it and you'd say it to your players and you weren't shy to say it in the media. The goal this year is to win the Stanley Cup. The way the Canadians are headed, they haven't said it yet, but they haven't dismissed it either. It looks like they want to rebuild this team. It looks like they want to trade the veterans. They want to trade the big contracts. They want to trade the long term contracts. They want to revamp it. They want to get younger. They want to try and build through the draft. If they uh, finish near the bottom in the last three or four and they have a top five pick three years in a row, that's how they want to go about it. Yeah. You were GM for the longest time. This market, do you think this market is ready for a rebuild? And if you would be the general manager, would you be worried about going down that avenue?
1: Well, you, you have no choice. I mean look at the team now look at the contract you have to get rid of. and uh, and uh, I don't know if you'll be able to but there's 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 terrible contract and and uh, well you know when when in the 70s we lost you know we won six cups in the 70s and and the year the year we didn't we didn't win people were asking what happened you know what happened and people were asking, "Are you gonna win next year?" You know. And now, when you ask before the season, "Are you gonna make the playoffs?" You don't. They don't. It's it's very the, the bar is very low now. It's 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 very 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 different. And 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 uh, you have no choice. You have to rebuild, whether the l- people don't like it or not. You have no choice. You're you're you know you we're number thirty two. We played against number thirty one a couple of weeks ago and we got beat by number thirty one. So we're the worst team in the league right now.
0: Speaking of number thirty one, how would you handle the carry price situation?
1: Well I'm not a specialist in salary cap because I didn't work with the salary cap, but I know what the salary cap is. And and how you gotta trade uh, uh, a guy with the ten million dollar tag uh, and, for the and, next four
0: years after this year.
1: And Seattle didn't even pick him up in the in, in in the expansion draft. You know, they didn't know he was sick. They didn't know he was hurt. When they, they didn't they didn't draft him. And, and and Montreal, I don't know, but if he, if they ever trade him, uh, at least if you want to rebuild, you need draft choice and. and they will will have to swallow part of that contract, and and part of that contract will be in your salary cap.
0: Serge, to answer your question, I think there's only three ways. You correct me if I'm wrong. Number one, um, he comes back and shows he can still play. You trade him, you pick up half the money. Number two, it's a three-way trade. You pick up half. Team number two picks up 25%. The team that picks him up is only stuck with 25%. Number three, he doesn't play anymore because of the injuries. He can't get back to the level he was. And he ends up being on the long-term injury reserve. Number four, you buy him out, but I don't think they're going to do that.
1: Well, uh, I, 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 I don't think it's still, they'll try to market him. You know, It's, it's probably still a value to the Montreal Canadiens. Weber, The the Weber contract, it's the same thing. The Weber contract was structured. You know, that would never... The National Hockey League would never accept a contract like that anymore at that time. He had bonuses of $20 million twice. And at the end of the day... I, I think I, I know why you you won't play the next couple of years because you was going to make a million dollar a year in the next couple of years. That's I the think,
0: way. I think three million, then one million, one million, one million. But Serge, you just talked about um, Shea Weber, who was the captain of this team. And before you said to me he was fantastic in the playoffs. And Serge, I agree with you, he was fantastic. And he made everyone around him better, and he did a great job as captain. But I have to tell you. And you know what it means to be the captain of the Montreal Canadiens. A religion, an institution, so important for this city and the fan base. I'm so disappointed that he hasn't talked to the fans this year. I don't care that he hasn't talked to me. But talking to the media, you end up talking to the fans. And until he's no longer the captain of the Montreal Canadiens, I believe he has a responsibility to speak to the fan base. Am I too hard on him here? Am I wrong? Am I out to? Lunch? I, I, I I don't I don't
1: think you're 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 not wrong, but I don't I don't think you know all the facts. Or if you do, you don't want to talk about it. You don't know all the facts about this situation. I
0: understand. I'd still you know, like to hear from him.
1: Yeah. Well, he came once on the road and 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 met the players and. Uh, and they didn't say much. But one of the players said, he didn't say he retired. But us, we know he retired.
0: Yeah. Remember Jonathan that? Drouin said that.
1: Jonathan Drouin said that. He said, we all know he retired, but they don't announce it. They don't announce it. But just ask yourself why they don't announce it. Yeah. That's, that's my question.
0: I, I hear you. You said before you think Caulfield skipped some steps. And I agree with you. That he should be in Laval. And I agree with you. How do you feel watching Caden Primo, who some believe could be the next one?
1: No, 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 no,
0: Some no, believe no. he can't because he's been pulled, but he's clearly not ready for showtime, all right? Tony,
1: what you- well, Tony sometimes they come to every year can I, in the last six, seven years, every year we have. Had a Serge, you, okay,
0: I, I hear you now. I had but, lost uh, you for a second. Continue.
1: I I lost the subject because I. I what, what did you ask?
0: No, okay. I was saying I I I don't quite hear you all that well. Let's see if we can fix it. Do you hear me, Serge? You don't hear me. You don't hear me. Okay. The beauty of a live podcast. This is it. With the great Serge Savard. We're having a technical issue right now. Serge, do you hear me? Serge doesn't hear me. Back at production, maybe can we try and get Serge back and then we'll come back? Serge, you hear me? No, okay, so we're going to try and get Serge again. Marinero, in the meantime, I'll talk to you about uh, th- th- that was an uphill battle, right? Kind of like when I'm on my treadmill matrix, home check it out, bring it home, discover a club quality workout and the comfort of your own home. Visit matrix, home I got to tell you, I got my beautiful treadmill, the matrix T 75 with XUR console. It's a 22 inch screen with all the apps. You can go on your social media. You can go uh, browse the web. You can go on Netflix. You can go on YouTube and all that great stuff. We're going to try and get Serge Savard back once we uh once we can fix the uh, the technical issue and uh, if you're just joining us uh, there you have it earlier today of course the Montreal Canadiens announced at 2:47 this afternoon that they had relieved Dominic Ducharme of his duties um I knew yesterday watching that game like Serge that something was bound to happen today and um you know past the noon hour I got word Uh, something's going down here. So I wasn't surprised when it happened. A little bit surprised that Martin St. Louis takes over as coach, but I'm not surprised that he's part of the Canadians. You know, you connect the dots, Jeff Gordon, Kent Hughes, Vincent Cavalier, Martin St. Louis, and by the way, Marc-Olivier Baudouin, who's a contributor to Donny Coulis, tweeted out probably about an hour ago, that Vincent Le Cavalier will be named assistant general manager. He's hearing tomorrow. Once again, it's not yet confirmed, but I can tell you that Marc Olivier has got some pretty good sources. He was on Martin St. Louis earlier today. And um, look, I wouldn't be surprised if this happens because once again, the National Hockey League, you surround yourself with friends, people you have a connection with, people you trust. And we've been hearing the Cavaliers' name for a while. And I'm not surprised that St. Louis once again joined the Canadians. I thought he would join them one, at one point as a, a, a power play consultant, as a skills coach, as a development coach. I am surprised it's as a head coach. But think about this. The ultimate gamer. The ultimate competitor. Hockey Hall of Famer. Offensive mind, creative, modern. Think of all the boxes that Kent Hughes is trying to check off when he talked about modern coach, when he talked about great communicator, when he talked about a leader. Martin St. Louis, albeit doesn't have NHL head coaching experience, but he's all of this. He will command immediate respect. The Canadians can't use and Jeff Gordon know they're going to lose more games between now and the end of the season and more than they're going to win. But they want to change the culture so that they have a culture of a hard-working team, hard-working players. They want the coach to be respected. And by the way, when it comes to naming a captain, you know where they're going to get their intel? They're going to get it from Martin St. Louis. Martin St. Louis knows what character is. And he knows what captain material is. Martín Saint-Louis is going to say to Jeff Gordon, and he's going to say to Kent Hughes, guys, I was in that room. The real leader in that room is that guy. And he's going to name the right captain. You'll see. Whether It's probably not going to happen now. They'll probably name the captain in the offseason, but they're going to end up choosing the right captain. And if they don't have a captain in that locker room, they're going to go out and they're going to acquire someone who will be the captain. Of that team. Not to mention that Martin St. Louis will be great for Nick Suzuki and Martin St. Louis will be great for Cole Caulfield. Serge Savard sends me a text message telling me that he's trying to get back on. No problem, Serge. I'll wait for you. You're the great Serge Savard. Earlier this year, I believe it was in the athletic there was an article where they interviewed Martin St. Louis and he talked about Caulfield's positioning, his ability to receive passes. When asked about similarities between himself and the Wisconsin alum, the very first thing St. Louis pointed out was how often Caulfield could have the puck on his stick and his ability with it. The puck finds him, St. Louis said. That's not luck. He's really good at collecting passes in stride. Whether it's a good one, bad one, his first touches are excellent. He was then asked about Cole Caulfield's scoring ability. He said, quote, I think Cole is definitely a better goal scorer than I was at that age, St. Louis said. I think I became a better scorer as I got older. Worked on my shot, obviously a different era, but I do believe the best players in any era would have been the best players in any era because they're just more passionate about it, they figure it out, they're smarter. When asked about how impressive his showing was considering the circumstances, and this was in the playoffs, I believe, St. Louis feels Caulfield is showing the same instincts that would have served them well in the regular season. The best players, they don't learn to play hockey in the playoffs where there's more on the line. I don't think he would have done anything differently in the regular season than in the playoffs. I think he's just playing the game, Martin St. Louis said. And there you have it. We are live, and you can follow us on Twitter at The Sick Podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at The Sick Podcasts and follow us on our Facebook page at The Sick Podcasts. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's absolutely for free. And by the way, on all these social media apps, you can be notified the second we go live or the second we upload an episode. This way, you'll never miss on the sick podcast where we are determined, if we aren't already, we are determined to be the best Montreal Canadians podcast in the world. You have my word on that. Trust me. I don't play to be number two. It's number one or nothing. Go big or go home. we got a couple of questions. Let's try and get to them. From um, Panathinaia. Hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Will Richards join the team to complete the line? And obviously, he's talking about Brad Richards, who used to play on a line with Vinny Lecavalier and Martin St-Louis. To that one, I'll say no. Le Cavalier will join the Montreal Canadiens. Richards, no. From MC The Natural, Tony, any substance to the rumors of Le Cavalier being hired? Look, if you're asking me if I know if they're going to introduce Vinny Le Cavalier as the assistant general manager tomorrow or make an announcement, as of right now, I do not know. It's an information that Marc-Olivier Baudouin, contributor to Donny Coulis, has. I trust Marc-Olivier Baudouin. I think he's pretty good with his sources. But I will tell you this. If it's not tomorrow, it's not if, it's when. Vincent Lecavalier will join the Montreal Canadiens organization at some point. I am convinced of that. You continue to send us your questions, and I'll read them. And I'll get to them. Kevin Burkett. No mention of Guy Boucher as a coach, Tony. I'll tell you why. I need you to think about this for a second, okay? Guy Boucher coached Martin St-Louis and he coached Vincent Le Cavalier with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Guy Boucher is not currently employed in the National Hockey League. He works as a commentator and panelist for RDS. Guy Boucher was available. If they would have hired Guy Boucher, why wouldn't they have hired him today? It leads me to believe that Guy Boucher will not be a coach with the Montreal Canadiens going forward. Maybe there would be an opportunity in Laval one day, but Kent Hughes, his best friend, Vinny Cavalier, played with Martin St. Louis and played for Guy Boucher. If they would have wanted to hire Boucher, It would have been today. That's why I didn't bring up Guy Boucher's name when I talked about the possible candidates going forward. Bob Harley's name is mentioned. Patrick Roy's name is mentioned. Pascal Vincent's name is mentioned. Jim Montgomery's name is mentioned. Benoit Gru's name is mentioned. And by the way, I was told earlier today, don't dismiss Alain Nezredin, who I hear had a conversation with the Canadians some point in the last week. He's the assistant coach of the Devils. And the reason why I bring that up is if the Canadians talked to Nasruddin, that means they talked to other coaches and that means that they wanted to make a coaching change maybe last week. But they just weren't able to pull it off for whatever reason, but then they make what today. I've been told we got Serge again, Serge, welcome back.,
1: Hey, thank you. I lost you, and I try to get back and uh, I was in the back room, they say, but uh, they, they said you don't want me again
0: yeah <laughs> yeah you're you're back, Serge. You know what? I love talking to you. I won't keep you much longer. Uh, I so appreciate your time, by the way. I think this is great of you, and I and I thank you. I was talking to you about Caden Primo. Look, most don't believe he's going to be the guy. He's a seventh-round pick who is drafted 199th overall.
1: That's what I was going to say.
0: But they're no. burning him, though, aren't they, Serge? Why don't they go out and get a goalie? Send the kid to Laval.
1: Yeah. You know, and, and, and for, for the last six, seven years, I was saying when we lost the line, you know, every year they say, wow, well, we have great kids. We have great kids. We have great kids coming up. Every team has kids like that, you know. People are not stupid. This guy was drafted in the seventh round, and he showed us last night, uh, before last night too, that, the, you know, he's, he may not be NHL material, you know. When when, when you bring up a real goaltender, you know, when we brought Patrick Watt, he won the cup the first year. When he finishes junior, uh, I, I brought him up in Sherbrooke. We won the Calder Cup, you know, and he stopped 40, 50 shots a game. A real goalie. This this is not a real goalie. This is not a franchise goaltender. It's just, you know, okay, we'll send him in the minors. He may improve, but but the, he's not going to – I don't think he's a goaltender that's going to take you, you know, in uh, – in, in the Stanley Cup.
0: Serge, you're most probably right. But if I can, when Patrick Roy won the Stanley Cup in 1986 and you were the GM of that team, so you know, on defense, they had Larry Robinson, Chris Chelios, Craig Ludwig, Rick Green, Mike Lawler, Gaston Gingras. On that team, they had uh, Bob Gainey. Matt Snazland, Bobby Smith, I mean, Mike McPhee, Brian Scrulin, Claude Lemieux, the list goes on and on. Like, You're yeah, probably but- right. He's not going to be the number one, but he's, he's got nobody in front of him. They're terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, last year, a lot of people were talking about the big tree with the Montreal Canadiens. You know, I heard that a lot. But you look at the Patrick. You know, Patrick, I went to see him play personally about four times in Granby when he played junior. That's the only reason I got him in the third round. He was playing for the worst junior team in the country. He was getting 60, 65 shots every game. And he kept his team in the game till the third period when he had enough. And uh, and same thing, you know, he... You won. You won games with forty, fifty shots, you know, and, and you look like last night. there's, you know, three, four goals and, and fifteen shots and ten shots. That's not good enough.
0: There's only I if I can, we
1: had a better team. That's true.
0: There's only one big three: Savard, <laughs> Robinson, and Lapointe. And you might not say it, but I will. And don't ever forget that. Okay, Patrick Roy. Would you have named them the coach of the Montreal Canadiens? I know I'm uh, putting you on the obviously, spot. But...
1: Obviously, they're not ready to name you know they have a lot of work to do before they can commit themselves for a long-term contract. Obviously, Patrick War would never come as an interim coach. That's why I said before it's probably the, the right move that they did now. You know, take away never mind that their friend and uh, that for the next couple of months, it it's the right move. Maybe it's going to be Patrick next year. You know, Patrick did want to become the general manager. So I remember ten years ago, we didn't consider him as a manager. And Bergevin got the job, but we he, Bergevin considered him as a coach, and he didn't take him. I know he interviewed him as a coach, but uh, but would he would he take a coaching job now? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But but certainly not at this time.
0: Do you think your gut, just your gut, your gut feel? Do you think Patrick Wall one day will coach or GM the Montreal Canadiens?
1: I don't know. I, I doubt it. I I, I I doubt it. I doubt it. You know his reputation's a nice guy, and he won for me, and I, I I like him. I love him. He left Colorado. He was, you know. They say he was taking too much space and you want to call the shots and he was the coach. You know, he was the—he was not the general manager. He was the coach. The manager down there, that's his friend. We should ask him, why did you let him go?
0: Well, Patrick wanted to be the one-man show. And you said to me before, hockey is a team game. And that's yeah. why I think... That Patrick Wall will never work for the Montreal Canadiens as a coach or GM. I've been on that for a while. I I, I just I think they don't want to go there.
1: Well, I, I I don't know the management right now. I know them a little bit by name, but I don't know them personally. So anything can happen. But uh, I, I know the interview him for the general manager, and they pick their manager very very quick after. So I don't know if they consider him very seriously. I really don't know. Uh, I, I I know, you know, Patrick is, he's a very emotional guy. And and let's say you put him in the, you, you would never come for a couple of months unless you give him a long-term contract. But if you put him behind the bench, it would have been a different story. He's, he's a very intense guy. and And, and I don't think, I don't think players could hide like they did in the last few weeks.
0: Serge, we're wrapping up in another minute or two. If you could give Kent Hughes some advice, you'd go for coffee next week. He would say, Serge, based on all your years of experience, (laughs) what's the one advice you could give me? What would you you tell him?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'd love to have coffee with him, you know, (laughs) But, but, but I don't want to give him any advice publicly. Uh, I I I came public, you know, in the last three four years, uh, and I I think that this team was going nowhere, and I mentioned a few things, and and I I know I didn't please the organization, but I I I, I Jeff Molson at his press conference, he said exactly what I said for three years, you know, so I I don't think I was wrong, and 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 I mentioned a couple of times, Bergevin was a disaster, you know, you you build a team and. Uh, You say, "Well, I give you a five-year plan, and 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 five years after, I give you another five-year contract, and 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 there there we go, we go another five-year plan, and after ten years, we're starting from scratch, and 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 last year at the end of the year, and and him for being there for nine years or ten years, you had two guys in the lineup that you draft, you know." When I say disaster, that's what the disasters look like. You know, you have to make trades for all your third and fourth line. You know, you got to you gotta produce your fourth line, your, your third line with draft pick, guy that you form. Do you know when, when, when I won the cup, in, we won the cup in 1986, I had nine guys on the team that I draft in my first and second year. Nine guys uh, from my first two draft, including, including uh, the the free agent that I signed, like uh, a couple of free agents that like, that I signed. So, you know, you gotta produce your player. We 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 could not produce any player. That's why it's a disaster.
0: Yeah, I think they had. Uh, well, they had uh, Gallagher. They had Leckonen.
1: They had uh, Ga- Gallagher.
0: Lekinen, Jake Evans, Romanov, but he didn't play uh, for most of the playoffs.
1: He was not playing. I said we in the lineup, yeah.
0: Cole Caulfield. But you're right. They did trade a lot of players that they drafted over the years, and there were a lot of players that they picked in the first round that just didn't materialize. But the one that really set them back, Serge, the one that really set them back, I think there's two of them, was trading Sergeyev. And drafting kakanyemi instead of Kachuk.
1: Yeah, but uh, you, 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 Kakenami, you 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 didn't sign him, uh, but you got first picks for him, and and then you trade for a guy, and you give up give up your first pick for a guy that's not producing at all right now.
0: That's not a good move, huh?
1: Well, I don't know. It's it's you don't want to sign the guy's got a big contract. Uh, he didn't, you know, you let him go, so maybe he had no choice, I don't know, it, it's a situation that uh, that if you're a G- GM, you had to see that well in advance, and 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 he, he, I don't think he was at the stage to get a big contract, he was at the stage to get the middle of the contract, the three, four millions, and prove that you deserve to be there, so... Serge, it, it, was a, it was a bad situation.
0: This is, um, you know, you said before that you were outspoken over the last three or four years. It probably wasn't appreciated by the organization, but I know it was appreciated from the fan base because the reason why you talked, A, you talked from experience, and B, you said it because you care. Do me a favor, Serge, don't ever change. Uh, I've been in the biz for 20 years. Tonight was one of the greatest honors of my life to do this avec, avec un grand monsieur comme toi. Merci beaucoup, Sir Savard. Hey,
1: thank you, Tony, always. Thank you very much.
0: much. You have a good night. It's the SICK Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Tell your friends about it. Sharing is caring. Thank you, Sir Savard. Dominic Ducharme, relieved of his duties. Martin St-Louis is the new Habs interim head coach. Have a good night.
1: And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by 8.6. Intense by nature.